cash fed cattle prices gained last week, while outside markets and high feed costs pressured cash calf prices and feeder cattle futures. U.S. beef exports, though, continue their record pace. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 11th of October, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the Goals tab. Now to the news. Global and volatile economic uncertainty capped cattle futures last week, which received further pressure from spiking grain futures on Monday, with feeder cattle futures taking the brunt of it. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $2.72 lower week-to-week on Monday, from $1.42 lower at the back to $3.42 lower in spot October. They were an average of $2.10 lower on Monday, with further pressure from surging corn futures, which were bolstered by more supply worries tied to increased Russian aggression in Ukraine. Corn futures closed an average of $0.18 higher through the front six contracts week-to-week on Monday. The lack of available grazing and a low hay supply is likely to bring cattle to market a few weeks early, as many producers are facing conditions that may force them to begin feeding hay earlier than is typical, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. He points out the price of freshly weaned calves has been declining the past several weeks and will likely continue to decline through the month of October. According to Griffith, the driver of lower prices is not simply the seasonal tendency due to the seasonal increase in supply. He explains higher feed prices and increased concern of the general economy have many folks concerned about the consumer's ability to purchase beef, which has resulted in a softening of price expectations for calves and feeder cattle moving through the spring months. Cash fed cattle prices did gain last week, Negotiated live prices were a dollar higher in the Southern Plains at $144 a hundredweight, one to three dollars higher in Nebraska at $145 to $148, and one to four dollars higher in the Western Corn Belt at $145 to $149. Dress prices were two dollars higher at $230. The five area direct weighted average fed steer price last week was a dollar and forty-five cents higher at $146.23 a hundredweight. The average fed steer price in the beef was $1.11 higher at two thirty twenty-eight. Wholesale beef prices showed signs of reaching the seasonal bottom. 
Choice box beef cutout value was $1.31 lower week-to-week on Monday at $244.63 100 weight. Select was $7.49 lower at $213.82. Week-to-week on Monday, live cattle futures closed an average of $0.51 lower from $0.12 to $1.02 lower, except for unchanged in two contracts and $0.37 higher in spot October. Estimated total cattle slaughter last week of 664,000 head was the same as a week earlier and 7,000 head more than the same week last year. Year to date, estimated total cattle slaughter of 26 million head was 396,000 head more or 1.5% more than the same period last year. Estimated total year to date beef production of 21.5 billion pounds was 291.1 million pounds more, or 1.4% more. A better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org and look for the Goals tab. Despite the number of logistical and economic challenges, U.S. beef exports continue to provide record high support to the domestic cattle market. U.S. beef export value topped $1 billion in August for the seventh time this year, according to data released by USDA and compiled by the U.S. Meat Export Federation. August beef exports totaled 133,832 metric tons, up 1% year-over-year, and the second-largest volume on record. Export value was just under $1.04 billion, slightly below the then-record total achieved in August of 2021, which was the first time monthly exports topped the $1 billion mark. According to Dan Hallstrom, U.S. MEF President and CEO, we speak often about the importance of developing a wide range of markets for U.S. red meat, and the August export results are a great illustration of that. He explains exports face significant headwinds in some key destinations, with weakened currencies topping the list. But the emphasis on broad-based growth really pays dividends in these situations, allowing the overall export picture to remain very positive. Hallstrom adds he can't say enough about the loyalty of our international customers, many of whom have diminished purchasing power but continue to show a strong preference for U.S. red meat. For the first eight months of this year, beef exports increased 5% from a year ago to 1.0 million metric tons, valued at $8.23 billion, a remarkable 24% above last year's record pace. August beef export value equated to $437.98 per head of fed slaughter, down 7% from a year ago, but the January through August average was up 23%, to $471.18. As 
as the last leg of the current cattle cycle unfolds with herd contraction since 2018 and 19, Josh Maples, extension livestock economist at Mississippi State University, offers insights to the likely cyclically high prices ahead and the trigger for expansion. In the latest Cattle Market Notes Weekly, Maples explains how long we continue to contract will be directly impacted by drought and pasture conditions. The current drought draws comparisons to the 2011 to 2013 time period and has led to similar liquidation impacts of the cattle inventory. He says herd expansion will be difficult until the drought abates, but when it does, producer profitability will be the key driver of when the next expansion phase occurs and when the next cattle cycle begins. Maples offers 2014-15 as an example. Record high prices were achieved during the last cycle low for cattle numbers, which was driven by drought and seven years of herd contraction. While the timing of cattle prices surging higher is uncertain, he says elements similar to that time period are shaping up. In the meantime, according to Griffith, cattle feeders have continued to pencil in higher costs of gain as feed prices have yet to produce any reasonable price declines, which is a large part of the reason the feeder cattle market has softened the past several weeks. If feed costs continue to maintain current price levels and finished cattle prices don't increase considerably, then, he explains, cattle feeders will be forced to continue leaning on lower feeder cattle prices. He adds that there should be some positive price movement closer to the end of the year, but prices are unlikely to make a large move through the month of October and early November. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 11th of October, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.